0: what is going on everyone it is mason pierce here host of the cover 7 with mason pierce podcast and i want to let you all know about a little secret and it's called anchor by spotify it's one of the new and easiest ways to make your own podcast with everything you need all in one single place anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from the comfort of your phone or computer And also, when you are hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and whatever platform you choose to post it on. It's everything you need to make a podcast in just one single place. And the best part of all, Anchor is totally free to use. So make sure you download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Get started creating your own podcast or start hosting on a very up-and-coming new platform. yo what is going on cover 7 family welcome back to episode 73 of the cover 7 with mason pierce podcast guys i am so sorry that i did not put out an episode on friday i just really was not feeling the best and i figured it'd be good just to get one day off but guys we are back to consistent uploads and i've got a couple pretty intriguing interviews that i have planned coming up in the next few weeks so stay tuned for those but anyway guys today's episode will include a lot of college football news and actually some Eh, Some eh, NFL news and then we'll obviously talk about some NBA signings and then the MLB All-Star Game lineups being announced. So anyway, guys, before we do dive deep into today's episode, I do want to ask y'all to please make sure that you are following both the official Instagram and TikTok of the cover set with Mason Pierce podcast. Guys, both of those platforms continue to grow and grow and grow every single day. So make sure that you join onto the bandwagon before it is too late. And if you are curious and looking into the Instagram and TikTok of the cover Seven with Mason Pierce podcast... Both of the links will be down in the description below of today's episode. Guys, I missed making podcasts. I missed being able to communicate and just talk with y'all. So let's get right into today's episode. And the first news I want to talk about is going to be regarding Oregon and a huge commitment that they pulled off over the weekend. Now, this is regarding 2023 five-star quarterback Dante Moore. Now, Dante Moore, his finalist to land him, were Texas a LSU, Miami, and Notre Dame. Now, Notre Dame kind of went out of the picture once Notre Dame did land a five-star quarterback in the 2024 class, C.J. Cars. So pretty much Notre Dame fans accepted the fact that Dante Moore would not be going to the Irish. So it really came down to Texas a and LSU, and Oregon. Now, Oregon was probably the most intriguing for Dante Moore because he could easily start right away Obviously, Bo Nix only has one year left. Now, yes, Ty Thompson is still on Oregon's roster, but I do feel like with the stature that Dante Moore is, considering he is the number 8th ranked player in the class of 2023 and is a top 3 quarterback in the class with guys like Jaden Rashad, who just committed to Miami, and then Arch Manning, who is the nephew of Hall of Fame quarterbacks Eli and Peyton Manning, who is the number 1 ranked Prospect and quarterback in the class of 2023. So Dante Moore's up there with some pretty solid quarterback prospects. Now, Dante Moore did announce this past weekend that he will be committing to Dan Landing and the Oregon Ducks. And this is not the final time that we will be talking about Oregon in today's episode because Dante Moore was not the only pretty decent recruit that decided to commit to the Ducks over the weekend. But anyway, Let's focus on Dante Moore and what he does bring to the plate as the new, I guess you could say, starting quarterback for the Oregon Ducks once the 2023 season does roll around. Now, Dante Moore, he is six foot three, 200 pounds, and is from Detroit, and a lot of people also speculate that Michigan could potentially land him, but once again, Michigan has a quarterback room that is pretty much, you know, already has a starting quarterback for the future going forward, so it wouldn't make a lot of sense for Dante Moore to head to Michigan, plus... Just Michigan as a whole right now in recruiting has not done that well. So obviously he wanted to go to a better school. So it really did come down to AM, LSU, and Oregon. LSU already got their quarterback of the future in um what's that it's Howard, who's a four-star recruit coming in the 2022 class. So obviously they're not going to be looking to recruit anymore unless it would be a guy like Dante Moore. But once again, LSU also has a super stacked quarterback room. Now with Texas A&M, Texas A&M could have potentially landed Dante Moore. They really don't have a solidified starting quarterback. Zach Calzada, who was their starting quarterback last season, transferred to Auburn. Um, Haynes King, who is a former four-star quarterback coming out of high school and a pretty decently highly touted prospect, he's done a and during his time with um, A&M, but besides that, there's no one at A&M really that kind of has a solidified, guaranteed starting job. So it would have made sense for Dante Moore also to go to A&M. But anyway, Dante, you know, despite ultimately committing to Oregon in a in an interview that he had with ESPN, he would go on to say, "quote." Coach Landing is going to be a great head coach because he knows what it takes to get a, to a national championship, of course, being at Georgia. Coach Kenny Dillingham as the offensive coordinator, I know I can trust in the coming years. The playmakers and the team they're building around them will be great for me in the future. Now, this is a huge get for Oregon because it's kind of similar to Texas's situation right now where they land a super highly touted five-star quarterback in the 2023 class and it's only going to boost their 2023 class and even 2024 class. And it's just going to be another huge butterfly effect that we will see in college football where Oregon starts to dominate college football recruiting once again. Now, obviously, Miami is going to be talked about later in this episode, even LSU a little bit. And they landed a pretty solid wide receiver. Once again, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But the fact that Oregon and Dan Landing was able to land Dante Moore in his not even, and this is his first year at Oregon, but he hasn't even played a game or coached a game for Oregon yet. And he's already pulling these highly touted quarterback recruits, and even just overall, a buttload of four stars and even some five star recruits mixed in there is really impressive for Oregon. And honestly, I think they made the right decision to go with Dan Lanning. I know there's a lot of kind of uncertainty coming in the Oregon fan base because they didn't really believe, will it translate? You know, he won't have as much talent as he did at Georgia, where, you know, Georgia had literally five first-round picks on the defensive side of the ball in this past year's draft. So a lot of people were wondering, could that, you know, same production come to uh, Oregon? And obviously, a lot of people, once again, Kind of similar to how Brent Venables is in Oklahoma, they're buying into what he is giving them. And that's why we will continue to see a lot of these highly-tied recruits commit to these schools. But anyway, guys, 2023, five-star quarterback Dante Moore has committed to Oregon over LSU, Texas A&M, and Notre Dame. Anyway, the next news I want to talk about, we're still going to talk about some five-stars. And this five-star actually decided to go to a school that is already probably gonna continue to have one of the best recruiting classes next year and this is regarding five-star defensive tackle Peter Woods now Peter Woods he is ranked as a number nine prospect in the class of 2023 only trailing obviously number eight overall prospect Dante Moore who we just talked about committing to Oregon but anyway Peter Woods he is a six foot three 275 defensive tackle out of Thompson High School in Alabama so definitely a lot of people probably thought Alabama was the lead runner to land him but anyway the finalists to land Peter Woods were Clemson, Alabama, Florida and Jackson State. In my opinion, I honestly thought he could have honestly gone to Jackson State and you know shocked the world kind of similar to what we saw Travis Hunter who was the number 1 overall recruit in last year's recruiting cycle. But anyway, Peter Woods over the weekend, he actually decided to announce his commitment to the University of Clemson. Yes, he chose, the, he chose the Tigers over the Crimson, Tide, Florida, and Jackson State. And once again, I don't really blame him. We look at the recruiting class that Clemson has had so far in the 2023 cycle, and it kind of begs the question, how stacked is Clemson going to be on the defensive side of the ball? Because that's what they've been heavily tackling. And 12 players have already committed to Clemson just in the month of June alone. And they're already starting off July once again pretty hot, landing five-star defensive tackle, Peter Wood. So huge gift for Dabo Sweeney and obviously and just this whole staff as a whole because it's insane how they are attacking both sides of the football in recruiting. They're not just focusing on the defensive line. They're not just focusing at the linebacker or even secondary positions. They're focusing on the offensive line, which has been an issue these past couple seasons. They're also focusing on the defensive line, which hasn't been, obviously, it's probably one of their more strong suits, but they're still looking towards the future. So, anyway, props to Dablo Sweeney and that Clemson staff pulling in a five-star defensive tackle peter woods now the next five star that i want to talk about and this is going to be regarding lsu like i was talking about just a little earlier lsu and brian kelly they decided hey you know we haven't had the strongest 2023 class by any means now obviously it's not a weak one because well it's lsu people are going to buy into lsu regardless but anyway lsu has actually caught fire these past couple weeks most specifically in the month of july as they've picked up Edge rusher Jackson Howard, who is a four star and top 100 recruit in the class of 2023. They also went out and got Deshaun Womack, who is a defensive lineman and is a four star and another top 100 player in the class of 2023. And that's just to name a buttload of four stars that they already have currently in their class of 2023. So they are looking pretty solid as they sit at the number 8th overall class in the class of 2023. But anyway, LSU actually decided, you know what, we need to go out and go get our first five-star, and this five-star just happens to be one of the best wide receivers in the class of 2023, and it comes in the form of five-star wide receiver Jalen Brown. Now, Jalen Brown, he is one, 175 pounds, you know, kind of slim physique, if you want to say, I mean, it's still really a decent size, but the finalists to land Jalen Brown were LSU, Miami, Michigan, Texas A&M. Florida State and numerous other schools now Jalen is actually from the Miami area coming from Gulliver Prep so a lot of people assumed he would end up going to Miami considering they also have caught heat and we'll also talk about a couple other recruits that they have gotten later on in today's episode but anyway, Jalen Brown over this past weekend decided to announce that he will be committing to Brian Kelly and the LSU Tigers. Now, this is the first five-star in the class of 2023 for Brian Kelly. And in my opinion, is a really huge pickup. and. Even Jalen Brown will go on to quote that you know LSU it is known as wide receiver, wide receiver U, aka you know WRU, which just means that they produce a buttload of NFL talent, which they have with guys like Justin Jefferson right now who's balling out with the Minnesota Vikings, Jamar Chase who just got off one of the Best rookie seasons that we've ever seen from a rookie wide receiver with him and former, you know, LSU Tiger Joe Burrow as a starting quarterback. But anyway, then we've also got Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, and just numerous other LSU wide receivers. So it makes sense why Jalen would want to go to LSU over Miami, so to speak. I mean, nothing against Miami, but. You know, they've produced multiple great, you know, multiple NFL greats with guys like Michael Irvin. So, you know, please, Miami fans, don't get on me. But as of recently, it does make a lot of sense for Jalen to commit to LSU, and that's exactly what he would do. So, anyway, five-star wide receiver in the class of 2023, Jalen Brown has committed to Brian Kelly and the LSU Tigers. Anyway, guys, our next college football news is gonna be regarding another five-star recruit in the class of 2023. They were dropping like flies just these past couple days, and it's insane to think that I missed one episode for y'all, and it seems like the whole country decides to commit to their new schools. But anyway, this is going to be about five-star edge rusher Jaden Wayne. Now, Jaden is a top 50 recruit in the class of 2023, and the finalists to land Jaden were Michigan State, Alabama, Georgia, Oregon, and LSU, so some pretty decent schools. Now, Jordan, or now, oh, my gosh, I can't even talk. Now, Jaden, who is going to be playing in his senior season at IMG Academy, which, as we all know, is a college football powerhouse that produces, you know, plenty of college talent, not, I mean, high school powerhouse. Why am I? Guys, I'm so sorry. My brain is like scrambled right now. Probably more scrambled than scrambled eggs. So just bear with me while we work through all this. But anyway, Jaden, who is currently ranked by a lot of platforms as the 30th best recruit in the country, regardless of his position and the fifth among edge rushers in the class of 2023. So pretty decent and solid recruit. As last season, he was credited with 44 tackles, 16 for loss, 9 sacks, and 13 quarterback hurries in only Eight games during his junior year so pretty impressive stuff now over the past weekend like i've said with all of these guys Jaden decided to announce his commitment and he announced that he will be joining mario cristobal in the miami hurricanes guys miami has come out of the blue ever since Miami, or ever since miami went out and got former Oregon head coach Mario Cristobal, Mario Cristobal has done absolute wonders. He's been absolutely dominating when it comes to college football recruiting and even recruiting a lot of assistant coaches because he stole quite a few from a lot of programs, you know, going out and getting Michigan's offensive coordinator, going and getting Georgia's secondary coach. It the list just continues. So, Mario Cristobal you know Miami owes you every single penny of that contract that they gave gave you to get you know get away from Oregon because good lord has he transformed this program that you know with Manny Diaz kind of kind of just seemed to be literally in the worst hole possible and now ever since Mario Cristobal came back they've gotten taken out of that hole and they're just refilling it back up so you know the future is very bright down there in Miami and. Mario Cristobal definitely deserves a huge thank you from the whole Miami community. Now for our next couple college football recruiting news, it's going to be about Oklahoma. Oklahoma actually went out and got some pretty solid four-star recruits. I'm not going to go in as much detail with these guys simply for the fact that there's so many that I have to name off, so I don't want to waste y'all's time. And, you know, I'm just going to make sure I give you all the important stuff that you need to know. Anyway, the first Oklahoma news that I want to talk about is going to be regarding 2023 four-star offensive tackle Caden Green. Now, Caden Green, he is six foot five, 315 pounds, and is ranked as the 92nd best player in the class of 2023. So definitely a player that was wanted by a lot of schools. Now, the finalists who land him were Oklahoma, LSU, Missouri, and Nebraska. Now, over the past weekend, Caden announced that he will be committing to Brent Venables and the Oklahoma Sooners. Now, this is a huge gift for Oklahoma as they have produced, you know, by themselves some pretty solid NFL talent with guys like Orlando Brown Jr., Cody Ford, and numerous others. So, old Trent Williams, who literally just became the first ever offensive lineman to become a 99 overall in Madden so shout out Trent Williams for doing you know representing us big guys but anyway uh four-star offensive tackle Caden Green has committed to Oklahoma now guys the next Oklahoma news that I want to talk about is regarding 2023 four-star wide receiver Jaquez Petaway now Jaquez now Petaway he is a top 75 player in the class of 2023 and he officially did announce his commitment to OU this past weekend and is, you know, top 75 player in the class, obviously, of 2023 and is a huge grab for OU. Once again, they've been producing a buttload of wide receiver talent themselves with guys like Marvin Mims probably in this upcoming year's draft, CeeDee Lamb, Marquise Hollywood Brown, Sterling Shepard, and numerous others. So, huge grab for the Sooners. Now, next, you know... Now we are done with Oklahoma news, so you know, Texas, Texas A&M, TCU, Big 12 fans as a whole, you won't have to worry about Oklahoma anymore for the rest of today's episode. But anyway, guys, the next news I want to talk about is going to be going back to Oregon because Oregon was not done. They wanted more. Like I said, Oregon, you know, but this had this news happened before Dante Moore committed to Oregon, but they probably could have known something anyway, but <laughs> Besides the fact this news is regarding 2023 four-star cornerback Caleb Presley. Now, Caleb Presley, over the weekend, he decided to commit to Dan Lanning in the Oregon Ducks. Now, in case you're wondering who Caleb Presley is, Caleb is a top 100 player in the class of 2023 and had numerous offers. Pretty much every single offer that you can imagine, he literally had it. But the finalists that he had were Oregon, Texas A&M, Alabama, and Michigan State. So the fact that Caleb chose Oregon over especially Alabama, that definitely means Dan Lanning is definitely building something special up there in Eugene, Oregon. So Oregon fans, I'm telling you, this is probably the most excited you should be about your football program probably since back in the early 2010s when, you know, the whole Marcus Mariota era, you know, DeAnthony Thomas era, like all that era definitely i think this new era of dan landing is going to be even more exciting anyway guys the next news i want to talk about is regarding 2023 four-star line linebackers and twin brothers actually andrew and michael harris now both of these guys who are both five-star linebackers and are both literally twin brothers they're both also top 150 top 150 recruits in the class of 2023 Now, both of these guys decided to announce their commitment over the weekend, and they decided that both of them will be attending UCF, which isn't really completely shocking because they are from the Florida area, but a lot of people speculated they could have gone to Florida State, Florida, Miami, all those schools, but they decided to ride the Gus bus and are heading down to Orlando, Florida, so huge pickup for Gus Malzahn in the UCF Knights. Now, Florida, you know the University of Florida. They also had some pretty decent pickups over this weekend. So the next three guys I'm going to be talking about all ended up committing to Florida and were some pretty decent recruits. Now the first one I talk about, first a uh, uh, recruit I want to talk about is actually a flip that happened over the weekend, and this comes in the form of 2023 four-star quarterback and Penn State commit Mar- uh, Marcus Stokes. Now Marcus Stokes, who is originally from the Florida area a while back decided to commit to Penn State, and rightfully so. Sean Clifford is going into his final year of eligibility with the Nittany Lions, and the Nittany Lions are going to be looking to the future at the quarterback position. But anyway, over the weekend, Marcus Stokes actually decided to flip his commitment from the Nittany Lions to the Florida Gators. Now, Marcus Stokes, who is also an Elite 11 finalist, He also comes from the same high school as legendary Florida quarterback Tim Tebow. So yes, could we potentially see the next Tebow at Florida? I doubt it. He's not a lefty, but maybe he does end up becoming the right-handed version of Tim Tebow and leads the Gators back to national championship promise. (laughs) But anyway, guys, 2023 four-star quarterback Marcus Stokes has flipped his commitment from Penn State To Florida. Now, the next guy I want to talk about is going to be regarding 2023 four star running back Trayon Webb. Now, Trayon Webb is a top 200 recruit in the class of 2023, and he actually was kind of the start of this whole momentum swing for the Florida Gators. As before Marcus soaks even announced his commitment to Florida, Trayon Webb had announced that he will be committing to Billy Napier and the Florida Gators. Now, Once again, people automatically assumed the absolute worst when Billy Napier arrived at Gainesville. Billy Napier was not landing 5-star, 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 4-star, 5-star, 5-star, 5-star. And people thought it was the end of the world. A guy that just got done having a head coaching gig at the University of Louisiana Lafayette. Nothing against that. It's an amazing school. But people automatically assumed he was going to be contending and beating out schools like Alabama, A&M especially, you know, and all these other programs. He was not going to do that his first year. I'm sorry. Florida fans, if you thought that was going to happen, especially in the SEC, you were absolutely wrong. But anyway, Billy Napier has finally been catching some steam, and I really feel like Florida fans need to chill because y'all just got off one of the worst seasons I have seen by a Florida Gators team in some while. Like, offensively, I just couldn't believe how bad y'all were. And, you know, Not to continue to add salt to the wound, but definitely the defense wasn't as great as it normally is. But anyway, four-star running back Trayon Webb, who is a top 200 recruit, has officially announced that he will be signing with Florida. But anyway, guys, our final Florida news I want to talk about is going to be regarding another offensive player, and this is regarding 2023 four-star wide receiver Eugene Wilson. Now, Eugene Wilson is a top 150 recruit, and for a uh, wide receiver room... You know that Florida has had these past couple seasons. You know, producing guys like Kyle Pitts, who I know was technically not a wide receiver, but literally was one of the most dominant pass catchers that college football has seen, definitely in the past couple years. And then also we saw Kadarius Tony get drafted to the New York Giants in the first round of the 2021 draft. You know, they've been producing some pretty solid guys, in my opinion, and I think Eugene Wilson could potentially become that next guy. So. 2023 four-star wide receiver eugene wilson has committed to florida anyway guys we are not done we still have eh, about roughly five more news to talk about but we do have some michigan state news to talk about because michigan state always seems to be a you know finalist to land a lot of these four-star and even five-star recruits but never can really seem to land any of them. But anyway, they finally decided, you know what? We're going to land one, and they actually did. And this comes in the form of four-star edge rusher Bay Job, who has committed to Michigan State over numerous D1 offers which includes Alabama and all of those SEC schools. Now, Job is a top 100 recruit in the class of 2023, and he and is a huge addition for Mel Tucker and the Michigan State Spartans because I know they probably I mean they have no reason to be disappointed. They have a solid 2023 class, you know, absolutely have a solid 2023 class. But there's a lot of recruits that I know that they really wanted that, you know, flipped to another school. And that definitely probably did hurt a little bit, but getting a guy like like Job who is an excellent edge rusher and is kind of lengthy too, is gonna to be huge for the future of Michigan State. Anyway, guys, these next two news I want to talk about, and these last four news are going to be regarding the SEC. But the first two I want to talk about are going to be regarding Tennessee and some pretty solid recruits they picked up themselves. (laughs) And this first one comes in the form of 2023 four-star wide receiver Cameron Seldon. Now, Cameron Seldon is a top 25 recruit in the class of 2023 and chose the Volunteers over Penn State and Maryland. So a kid that is definitely from up north decides to go a little bit south and join the Tennessee Volunteers. Now the next news I want to talk about is regarding 2023 four-star offensive tackle, and I'm going to completely butcher this name, so I do apologize. Sham, I'm just going to say Sham Yumarov. Now Sham, he... He is a top 200 recruit in the class of 2023 and is also way up there in his own respective rankings for the offensive tackle position. But anyway, Sham over this weekend decided to announce that he will, be committing ten, he will be committing to Tennessee. So huge pickup for that Tennessee offensive line that, in my opinion, needs a little bit more depth. And definitely getting a guy like Sham, who is absolutely huge, will definitely add some more depth. So great pickup for the Tennessee Volunteers. Now to end today's college football segment, let's talk about some Georgia news. Now, Georgia fans are probably like, "Okay, well, what? what well, you know, what? Who else did we lose? You know, yada yada yada." Actually, it's some pretty solid news that I think y'all are going to absolutely love, and it's going to be involving y'all's future recruiting class, the class of twenty twenty four. Now, the first news that I want to talk about. y'all's 2024 class is going to be regarding 2024 five-star and number one tight end in the country landon thomas now landon thomas is easily one of the more intriguing players in the class of 2024 not even just because of his size which he's six foot four 230 pounds as a junior in high school but also for the fact that he has an excellent ability to catch the football and run as well now also as we all know Georgia has been dominating when it comes to recruiting five star t- uh, tight ends, which includes Brock Bowers, who absolutely exploded onto the scene for Georgia last season, and also guys like Darnell Washington and Oscar Delp. But anyway, Ooh, I can't even talk. I'm sorry, guys. But anyway, Landon Thomas over the weekend decided to announce that he will be committing to Georgia. And once again, it's not really shocking because you could also say that, you know. I'm not saying, you know, they're tied into you because obviously as of right now, I'm pretty sure Iowa owns that title, but they've definitely been able to attract a lot of highly touted high school tight ends to join their team. But anyway, Landon Thomas is just one of the many probably soon to be five-star recruits that are going to end up committing to Georgia in the class of 2024, but he is the first commitment that Georgia does have in the class of 2024 and And it comes in the form of five star and number one overall tight end, Landon Thomas. Now, Georgia fans they were not done they decided you know what we got a tight end let's go get us a wide receiver of the future and that's exactly what they did now this next recruit that we are going to talk about is coming in the form of five star 2024 wide receiver nycar now nycar he is six foot 170 pounds and comes from the state of georgia most specifically colquitt county Col- colquitt county high school Oh my lord, I can't even talk, but anyway, he holds numerous offers, but after having a very impressive, unofficial visit at Georgia, Carr decided, you know what, this is where I want to play, and over the weekend, five-star wide receiver Ny Carr announced that he will be joining the Georgia Bulldogs, so once again, Georgia's only going to continue to rack up a lot more 2024 recruits. I know they're 2023, excuse me, I know their 2023 class, they lost a couple kids, but you know, still being so very impressive, this 2024 class, in my opinion. I expect huge things for Kirby Smart and his staff going forward. Anyway, guys, that will wrap up today's college football segment. You're probably like, holy crud, that lasted 27 minutes. But, yes, guys, I missed, I you know, unfortunately, I didn't miss Friday. But I have to make sure that I give y'all all the college football news and make sure that y'all are up to date. But, anyway, guys, I don't want to waste all time, so let's transition over to some NFL news, and the one important NFL news that I do want to talk about is regarding the Cleveland Browns trading Baker Mayfield to the Carolina Panthers in exchange for a 2024 fifth-round pick, so it is official, Baker Mayfield is officially out of Cleveland, he is joining the Carolina Panthers in a situation that I think will be a lot better for him too, because He's already got one of the better running backs in the league now. I mean, Nick Chubb obviously is one of the better running backs in the league, but a very elusive running back as well as, as we all know, Christian McCaffrey is a great receiving back and even just a great running back. You also have DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, who respectively are some of the better wide receivers in the league. And then then you also have up and coming wide receiver Terrence Marshall Jr., who was a second round pick just a couple years back for the Carolina Panthers. And overall, I think that offensive line is pretty solid, too. I mean, I know it's not the greatest, but they also did make decent strides in the offseason to upgrade it. Obviously, they drafted Akeem. Ekwanu in the first round of this year's draft out of NC State to take the tackle position and they also went out and got former LA Rams guard Austin Corbett who just won a Super Bowl with them you know finally addressing a position on their offensive line that majorly needed you know some upgrading they also went out and got Bradley Bozeman who in my opinion I think will be a pretty solid addition on their offensive line as well most specifically the center position so I think my opinion Baker Mayfield is going into an m- amazing position with the Carolina Panthers. Now it also does beg the question: What are the Panthers going to do with Sam Darnold? What are they going to do with Matt Corral, who a lot of people expect to be the quarterback of the future? But now that they got Baker Mayfield, who's going to be the quarterback of the future? Now, in my opinion, how I think this whole thing's going to unfold: If Baker Mayfield just is completely garbage this year, they're going to let him walk. Also, if you're wondering how the contract situation is going with, between the Browns and the Panthers. The, um, the Browns are going to pay $10 million of his salary this upcoming year. And the Panthers are only going to pay five. So the Browns really wanted to get Baker Mayfield off of their team. But anyway, I do think it's more one of those win-win situations for the Panthers. Because they're not having to pay him a lot of money. He has a lot of upside in my opinion. He just literally won the Cleveland Browns' first playoff game in dang near two decades. Not even two years ago. And once again... I do think that with how star studded this Carolina Panthers offense is, I do think he can lead them potentially to a wild card spot because it's not unreasonable if the Panthers can stay healthy. Now the biggest what if is if they can stay healthy, if their offensive line can stay healthy, if Christian McCaffrey is not already on IR, you know, come week two, so or IL week two. So there's a lot of what ifs, but I do think that the fact that they only had to give up literally a fourth round pick and 2024's draft just to get a guy that could potentially become their franchise quarterback i think is a great addition for the carolina panthers and i know a lot of people are going to be you know why you know why are you so high on baker mayfield yada 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 he won a heisman trophy at oklahoma and yes you can say it's because of lincoln riley's system and that's why quarterbacks absolutely flourish but you'd also have to say that kyler murray is horrible you'd have to say that jalen Hurts is horrible you'd have to you know it just doesn't make sense i mean obviously spencer rattler That's a whole different story, but, you know, Caleb Williams did pretty good and everything like that, but anyway, Baker Mayfield also, he led a Browns team that, you know, during his rookie year when they originally had Tyrod Taylor as quarterback looked horrible, and then once Baker Mayfield came in, they had a different kind of swagger to him, so I think there should be, you know, there's not going to be a lot of expectations for Baker Mayfield necessarily, but in my opinion, I think he can shoot for the stars, and honestly, I think he can reach it because The amount of upgrades that they made to the positions that they needed to upgrade, especially on the offensive side of the ball in this offseason, I think should have been another reason why probably Baker Mayfield didn't mind getting traded to Carolina because, you know, I just think he needed a fresh start, and Carolina was easily the best scenario for him. But anyway, the Cleveland Browns have officially traded former first overall pick Baker Mayfield to the Carolina Panthers. But anyway, guys. Let's just We just have a couple more NFL news to talk about, and this next NFL news that I do want to talk about is going to be regarding former Chicago Bears Pro Bowl defensive tackle Eddie Goldman. Now, Eddie Goldman, who was a pretty solid defensive tackle for the Chicago Bears for a long time, most famously being known being part of the monsters of the midway defense that the Chicago Bears had back in 2018 with guys like Akeem Hicks and Khalil Mack. But anyway, Eddie Goldman and the Atlanta Falcons over the over this past weekend decided that they will be agreeing to a one-year deal to bring Eddie Goldman down to Atlanta. And I think this actually isn't a bad signing because Atlanta already has Grady Jarrett. They also have Anthony Rush and Vincent Taylor who are both two pretty young defensive tackles. So I think he could be a pretty solid rotational piece for them. Now anyway, guys, our first... Final NFL news that I want to talk about is going to be regarding the Baltimore Ravens. Now, the Baltimore Ravens, who, as would seem like, have been constantly trying to attack the outside linebacker position. You know, unfortunately, they just lost um, former third-round pick Jalen Ferguson. You know, rest in peace to Jay Ferg. Um, you know, they still have a huge hole that needs to be addressed. And Justin Houston had been a pretty, you know, decent Band-Aid fix last season for them. And they actually decided, you know, we're going to bring him back for another year. So the Baltimore Ravens and outside linebacker Justin Houston agreed to a one-year deal to keep him in Baltimore. In case you're wondering why the name sounds familiar, that's because Justin Houston was a longtime Kansas City Chiefs, uh, chief who had numerous Pro Bowl appearances, went after, you know, his time with the Chiefs was over, went and played in Indianapolis for two years, also was pretty solid and then played one season with the Ravens last year, and now will be on his second year with the team. Anyway, guys, that will wrap up today's NFL segment. So let's get into our final portion of today's episode. Now, the first thing I want to talk about is going to be some NBA news and kind of the, I guess you could say, main topic that we did have. And this was the Portland Trailblazers tra- Trail Blazers and their star guard, Damian Lillard, both agreeing to a two-year 122 million dollar contract extension. Now yes, you read that right. Are you well, <laughs> You all aren't reading, y'all are listening. I'm sorry. Y'all y'all heard that right. A 2-year 122 million dollar contract extension, which means he will be getting paid an average annual value of I can't believe I'm saying this 61 million dollars a season now he already had three years before on his contract obviously add two so now his contract is about five years um I think 200 no 200 good lord I don't know math like 230 something anyway he's gonna be making the absolute bag with the Portland Trailblazers he's continuing to add on to the whole narrative of him being a loyal player and I mean Once again, he wasn't a highly touted kid coming out of Weber State or Weber State years back, you know And you know Portland Trailblazers they took a chance on him and they absolutely worked out and I think he wants to repay them Well, I mean technically they're paying him But he he wants to be able to you know keep his talents with them the simple fact that they believed in him enough to take him and put him as their starting guard and and I mean, once again, Portland wants him to be on their team. And it's going to be really interesting to see if they do make any type of pushes to potentially become a championship caliber team. Because as of right now, Portland, in my opinion, hasn't done enough to really become that team that, you know, in my opinion, Damian Lillard's you know talent deserves to be on. But anyway, Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers agreed to a two-year, $122 million contract extension Now, anyway, guys, the final thing that I do want to talk about in today's episode is going to be the MLB All-Star Game. Now, the rosters for both the American and National League have been announced, so I'm just going to talk a little bit about each one. Now, first, I want to talk about the American League. And this first, you know, I'm just going to go down kind of from not necessarily 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. I'm just going to do it how the list currently is. And at first, as the starting catcher for the American League, we have Alejandro Kirk, who is the starting catcher for the Blue Jays. I don't disagree with this at all. Alejandro Kirk has been easily one of, if not the best catcher in baseball this season and rightfully deserves to be the starting catcher for the American League. Now at first base, we have Vladimir Guerrero Jr. for the Toronto Blue Jays. Once again, not a bad selection at all. Vladimir Guerrero has been having a pretty solid season. You could have went out and said, potentially Anthony Rizzo, potentially someone else, yada, yada, yada. I still think Vladimir Guerrero has been one of the more I guess you could say consistent. I I haven't been watching enough Blue Jays to really you know, give you a full opinion. But as far as, as what I'm seeing, Vladimir Guerrero has definitely been one of the best first basemen in all of MLB this season. Now, at second base, we have Jose Altuve for the Houston Astros. Now, Jose Altuve has been having an excellent season. He's been one of the more consistent batters in all of baseball. And, you know, you can say what you want about the whole cheating scandal and still holding against him the whole little wire and all that situation I've gotten over it I think everyone in baseball needs to get over it because Jose Altuve has proven numerous times excuse me guys that he is one of the best second basemen in all of baseball and this season he's definitely showed that with the Houston Astros now at third base we have Rafael Devers who plays for the Boston Red Sox Rafi's been having an absolutely amazing season he did seem to be a little hurt against the new york yankees in their current series that they're playing against each other i don't think it'll be anything big but rafael devers currently is the starter at third base for the american league now at shortstop we have tim anderson of the chicago white Sox. i don't really think it's a bad pick at all tim anderson has been a very solid shortstop i once again have not been paying a lot of attention to the white Sox, i know they aren't definitely up to the expectations that they had at the beginning of the season but i know tim anderson individually has been performing pretty decent now in the outfield we actually have two yankees and the first yankee which should not be shocking to anyone is aaron judge now aaron judge is currently on pace to have some dumb amount of home runs i think 60 plus or something like that so obviously yeah He deserves to be in the All-Star Game, and obviously he's on pace currently to win the AL MVP. Now the next outfielder that we have for the Yankees is Giancarlo Stanton, and he's been a home run machine this season so far alongside Aaron Judge and the New York Yankees, and rightfully so deserves to be in the outfield of the All-Star Game for the American League. And then the final outfielder that we have in the American League's roster is Mike Trout of the um, Los Angeles Angels. And rightfully so, despite, you know, he did have that historically bad or career historically bad little stretch. You know, when the Angels were struggling horrendously, he still had a pretty solid season as he is batting dang near 300. So, yeah, I would say Mike Trout definitely deserves to be in the All-Star Game. And then at DH, we have, and this comes to shock to nobody, Shohei Ohtani of the Los Angeles Angels. Now, anyway, guys, let's transition over to the National League and their roster, and coming up first at the catcher position, we have Wilson Contreras for the Chicago Cubs. Wilson Contreras is having a career year with the Cubs. Definitely is looking like one of the franchise pieces pieces going forward and, once again, deserves to be in the all-star game. And then at first base, we have Paul Goldschmidt of the St. Louis Cardinals. Paul Goldschmidt has literally had... One of the best seasons so far for first baseman. He's on, tr- you know, on pace currently to probably end up winning the NL MVP. So once again, definitely deserves to start. And then at second base, we have Jazz Chisholm of the Miami Marlins, who's been had, an- who's been having a pretty solid season. And then at third base, we have Manny Machado of the San Diego Padres. Once again, is an absolute hit machine and plays great defense. At shortstop, we have Trey Turner of the Los Angeles Dodgers. I haven't really been watching any Dodgers. I mean, I know Trey Turner is one of the best base runners in all of baseball, and I know that he can play some pretty mean defense. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that, yeah, Trey Turner probably deserved to be in this. Now in the outfield for the National League, we have Ronald Acuna Jr. of the Atlanta Braves. He's had a pretty solid bounce-back season after tearing his ACL last year. And then another guy that we have in the outfield is Mookie Betts of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Not a shock at all as Mookie Betts is one of the more consistent bats in all of baseball. And then for the final spot in the outfield, we have former Dodger and current San Francisco Giant, Jock Peterson, who also has been hitting extremely well this season. And then at the DH position, and you know, despite him currently being injured, we have Bryce Harper of the Philadelphia Phillies. So yep, guys, that is it for y'all's all-star game lineup. Now the game will be played on on Tuesday, July 19th at 7 p.m., so make sure y'all are watching it as it should be a very entertaining all-star game. Anyway, guys, that will wrap up today's episode. Guys, once again, I am super sorry that I did not post last Friday, but y'all did at least get a pretty lengthy episode today, so hopefully y'all enjoy all of the crazy news that I gave y'all today. Anyway, guys, before I do let y'all go, once again, I just want to keep you know iterating it to y'all. If y'all do feel like stepping up, y'all support to the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast, which you already show enough support, but if you are feeling a little bit generous, Anchor.com does have a monthly supporters program where you can pay $4.99 a month, kind of similar to any type of like paid subscription service, where you can get exclusive perks, exclusive even podcasts later on, and even some exclusive giveaways when we reach certain milestones. And guys, I don't want y'all to think I'm forcing it down you alls throat or anything like that. Absolutely. Y'all do not have to do this in order for me to continue these episodes. I'm going to continue making these episodes regardless because I love being able to have these great conversations with y'all. But anyway, guys, I hope y'all have a fantastic Monday and a fantastic start to y'all's week. And I will see y'all back here on Friday. Oh, oh my Lord. I will see y'all back here on Wednesday. Peace.